He ain't leave college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. A scholarship can never January exist. 26. I know we're at that point where I can't say to you Happy New Year. We actually discussed it on the last episode. Yeah. You and Taylor, salute to Taylor, you guys don't go no more than three days yeah. without saying Happy New Year. How long do you go until you stop saying Happy New Year to people? Man, I'm going to tell you, I always, I've always been a little somber with the New Year thing. I'm one of the people to get the post-holiday blues. Yeah. Uh, so New Year is like a reminder of that. So I'll probably give you about that first week. And then yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, we're around. <laughs> I think I go about first two weeks. You know, I, yeah. I go first two weeks, and then after that, I go, hey, hope your 2018 or whatever is off to just yeah. start. To just, <laughs> you know, that's what I do. You know, I keep it simple, let people know. But yeah, new episode of Foresight here. There's a lot to talk about, man. I know you guys have been asking for this seriously. Uh, we've been giving to you these episodes. Thank you for your support as usual. You guys are really boosting us up, man. You guys are really putting us in a position where we're about to do what we got to do to survive out here. And we're going to survive. And we have a very special guest with us. We've been working on this for a while. To give you guys a, the backdrop on this guest, I had the chance to meet him, I'll probably say like over a year or two ago. Yeah. Some of you guys know, outside of podcasting, I'm a sports writer. So the New York Liberty is one of those teams that's been very nice enough to give me access to cover their games. Yeah. And along the games I've been able to cover at the Garden, I was able to meet this man to the right of me, Rich Gray, who is not only a man that can handle a lot of things, handle the logistics and details of a lot of stuff, he is one half of Cars for the Culture, a very special trivia game that is meant for the culture from Republic and Company. What's going on, Rich? Happy to have you on the show, man. Man, I appreciate you guys having me, man. Uh, it's crazy. We've been talking about this for yeah. like, uh, a few months. A few like, months, yeah. Coming up here, and then hit me towards the end of the year. I'm like, man, I got to follow back up to make sure I get back in tone with this podcast. Yep. You ironically sent me a text message like that same week. So yeah, that's good that you you know your diligence and your persistence. Yeah, man, I got to. Life may be busy, but uh, man's man's don't forget out here. You know, yeah. man's don't forget. We're trying to do it, and like I was just saying, cause for the culture is a very dope game because of the fact that look for us, let's keep it real for us minorities, for us in the hip hop community. We outside of Uno, Dominoes, what else I'm missing? Any spades. Those are legendary games, but you know, they could get a little redundant redundant from time to time. And, yep. <laughs> and cards for the culture is great because it's a new dynamic. I think in a way it's an excellent response to like cards for humanity and stuff that others get to play and whatnot. And it's a wonderful, wonderful game. And look, let me show you guys once again, man. Cards for the culture. How many games you know is gonna talk about wilding out? <laughs> Who's gonna talk about the God they can? Insecure. In- insecure. Issa. That's true, that's true, that's right, Pro, promo purposes, but promo purposes. For the collaboration yep. and how we go outside the box to make this stuff happen, that's one of the projects that we did. Uh, this, uh, tell us, man, how did you guys go about creating this? Yeah. What was the purpose of this? So this is the first time this has been me by myself speaking on okay. behalf of us, but man, my brother, so... Ever since I was in law school or whatever it was that I was doing at the time, my brother was always coming up with these different ideas to try to, you know, jump into, you know, being entrepreneurs and start creating. And so, man, he went to a game night uh, a couple of summers ago, well, a summer ago. And, you know, again, people were playing spades, people were playing Uno, 
you had the people off in the back who were kind of like isolated. You know, you can't go to a space tournament and then renege without the whole room trying to make you feel yeah. like you just push the red button, yeah. you know, as a president of the United States and the other country didn't do that. Mm -hmm. Like it's humongous pressure that comes with stuff like that. And so he was like, man, I want to create something for us where we can bring those people that are kind of on the outskirts just watching and conversing in their own space and be a part of the party, be a part of the game. That's right. So he was like, I'm going to create something. Don't know what it is right now, but I'm going to figure out a way to create a game that brings everybody together. And the Martin Trivia was the first of, you know, what we were trying to create. And man, when he came back with this idea and, you know, did the design and created that first set of questions, I was all in, you yeah. know. So that's that. That's how it started. And then, of course, there's so many other like micro stories to, you know, go into to go to talk about. And, and I appreciate games like that because I'm the dude who, for the most part, will be on the outside looking in. You know, because I didn't look. I'm proud to be black, but hey, bro, I didn't play a lot of dominoes and spades and stuff growing up. So if you guys were to bust out some cards right now, I would just been like, oh, that's what's happening. Okay. But like Martin. Or again, freaking trap trivia. Yeah. Oh, I'll be all in. Yeah. I, Cause yeah. I could, I could actually take part in that. I, yeah. I can dance. I can do my thing with that. We spent the first fifteen minutes. You talking about, you know, culture too. Yeah. yeah. Culture trap trivia would be something that'd be yeah. like, ah, yeah. okay. Well, I, I remember when he first told me about the cards. I was just like, oh, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Like, that, that idea yeah. is crazy, and mm -hmm. I just want, I just couldn't wait to get here so I could see the cards because mm -hmm. I like playing card games and this is dope. It's genius and simplicity, man. This is something that me and Martin has been coming on TV for how long? This is something yes. that we see man. and actively converse about yep. every day. We've we acted out the scenes from episodes of Martin. So nobody thought, man, let's create something yeah. around this and then go hey, to the That's founded. Because that's real talk. Like, Martin, Martin still comes on every night on freaking what BT or MTV2 TV1 yeah. and we still watch those episodes even though we've seen them like a million times like I know my dad does my dad gets home from work and before he knocks out it's like literally watching Martin can recite it word for word like that's the crazy thing like you're still watching like, like it doesn't get like it's like it's your first time watching it yeah. it's like a rite of passage too like you just gotta pass it down to the young ones like you need to sit down and, and watch this. But that's the thing, it crosses over to different generations. Like you can have, I think my brother said he went to a, a high school and he was doing some speaking in Chicago. And you know, he was just talking about, you know, starting your own business and talking about the Martin Show. And you had high school kids talking about the show as if it just, you know, came, yeah, like it was came out a week ago. So it's, you know, 10 years, 13 years, different generations. Like it doesn't matter. Like everybody can relate to the show. So it's like there's no ending point right now. No ending point. Wills, for you, when it comes to games within our communities, right, how, how would you explain the importance of these games and what they bring out of our community? Because it's always a great time. It's like you think about family functions and stuff. It's a highlight. Yeah. Or a little light. It brings everybody together. Um, it, it causes it. And, yeah. It makes you have a good time. You have a good time. Um, no violence, especially like in the communities like where I'm from and stuff like that. This would be dope, especially because where I'm from. All they do is out, sit out there and play spades. That is a fact. Like, all day. like 
like how he said he wasn't like into cards or whatever. I was the same way. Like, and I'm a little older than him. Yeah. And uh, I never got into like cards. Even my boys, like when we was in high school, they would play cards for like bus tickets, play spades. For bus tickets, there was a card game up there. Snap. Some I don't know. Okay. Some other game. Snap. Yeah. It's like they they played like. Mad games, and I would just like how you said you'd be on the house. I would just yeah, always be on the outside looking yeah. in, like. Yeah. But then one day it was like the blackjack was kind of like it kind of caught my eye, so yeah. I'm like, let me learn this. So I learned how to play blackjack. Yeah. I don't, still don't know how to play spades, nothing yeah. else. <laughs> solitaire, nothing. I remember I was little. I used to go on my computer and click solitaire. Yeah, and on the old like Windows like, yeah. computer. Oh my god! I just used to be What's going on? So I'm like. Yeah, but um, this is dope, especially like now, because a lot of kids are like really in tune with the culture. Like yeah. everything is it's like, if if it's not in the culture, then it's not it's not the wave. Like some yeah. kids probably don't even care about Uno because it's not mm-hmm. culture enough. You said a couple of things though, like you mentioned that whole community piece. That's like true. you said, people can come together and do this stuff, incident free, no violence. Like we literally had a game night on the south side of Chicago. Yeah, eight hundred people were there. Even in the best circumstances, somebody gonna bump somebody, spill a drink, and it's gonna cause an altercation. Incident free, because people are engaging in something that they love, that they can intelligently or actively talk about without feeling like they can isolate it. People love talking about the culture. Yeah. Like people yeah. just love, and then people love having their opinions. Like I was just looking at the um, the insecure. I keep bringing this up. Yeah, I know. But I was just looking at the. the um, Cards and this is more like a discussion. Like, yeah. like you read a question and y'all have like a big discussion. Like, I know a lot of people that would love this or whatever because people just love sitting around and just that's, giving their that's, opinions. That's me right there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's talking about dating, relationships. Yeah. Like, people sit on social media and do that all day. All day. day. So we just gave them a vehicle where they can do talking to themselves. Yeah. Put their phones down. Put your that's phone down. that's yeah. a big part of what we talking to themselves. And you know, it's another underlying uh, aspect to this. It's allowing people or making people have to talk yeah. to one another. Yeah. One of the best experiences I had all in 2017 was I had a chance to see Dave Chappelle perform live at Radio City Music Hall. Yeah, I was there. And, and um, one of the best things about it, obviously it was a great night. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to stun on anybody, but again, saw Dave, saw Chance. Saw John Stewart, Hannibal Burris, Sean Mayer, and stuff. Again, no mean stunt, psych. I was at the Chris Rock. That's no stunt either. No stunt either. Psych. He's starting all 2018. Amy Schumer, how about that? Amy Schumer, you know, I got mixed. I got mixed. Everything else is good. But the best thing about it was the fact that because of the no phone policy, I had the chance to talk to people. Yeah. So I remember vividly my my section. I had right next to me like a fifty plus year old retired African American teacher, mm-hmm. and he was and me and him were just talking about like music and concerts, and he's relating back to his son because they go to shows together, which is pretty dope. I actually hope to be the dad that I will take my kids to concerts and hope he vibe out, yes. regardless of how old I am. Yes. Next to me were like three. Mm, 20 mid 20 year old white girls who were just going crazy over John Mayer. <laughs> I had a dude from Iowa in front of me who was just in New York for that week to see Chappelle. Yeah. I had like three Asian hipster kids just wilding out. Mm-hmm. So it was like 
if we had our phones, we would have been never able to talk and just actually know each other and take in the experience. Yeah. So the cars for the culture, you guys have created something where people can talk. Yeah. People can work on interaction skills. Yeah. People could actually take in the room instead of just being on the phone with people that they don't normally converse with. Exactly. So you got to think of it. You all came to see the Dave Chappelle show. So no matter if it was the two Asian people that got from Iowa, a 50-year-old vet, they all knew that they were coming there for Dave Chappelle. Yeah. They fans of Dave Chappelle, so they know we have something in common. Mm -hmm. The pregame, the one that we created, it was for, you know, when people get together before yeah. they go out and they drink. But typically pregames, you got people that are, you know, the person that's hosting with his immediate friends, yep. somebody's friend from work, yep. some people from out of town. Yep. But everyone doesn't necessarily engage yeah. because you have all of these. It's like clicks. It's like little clicks, and then it's, but you eliminate right. But that. you put a game out there during pregame where it's subject matter that everyone can connect to, like the Dave Chappelle yep. who's going to be standing up on stage. Mm -hmm. And then no matter where you're from, you are all intertwined at that point, and you're having a conversation comfortably. So that's gonna make the night better because right, I'm gonna go kick it with somebody that I had a conversation with yeah. earlier, or I found a common ground with this person when we mm -hmm. was in the kitchen having a drink earlier. Yeah. It makes the night better, man. Absolutely. It is a random thing. I know this is very random, but I'm, I'm really getting tired of seeing people at parties, at these functions, and they spend a ridiculous amount of time. No offense if any guys have to do this, but just snapping and some folks are snapping on Instagram. Missing the moment. Missing the I hate that. It's funny you say that. I be watching it, so I'm kind of, I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself, but I still hate it. Yeah, no, because I mean, like. A few snaps here, but you just gave me 15 snaps. I recently went to, I think I talked about it on last year, I went to Jay Chris show or whatever. And I just seen the kids with their phones out the whole time. I'm like, you paid your money just to record him on Snapchat. You're not even like enjoying it. I hate that. And then that, I just dog. seen footage from his latest show, and I and they just had their phone. I seen a girl like there, and she was snapping, and everybody had their phone. And I'm like, so who's really enjoying the moment right yeah. now? Yeah, all not just about like, the moment. <laughs> about, I'm here, you. Yeah, not they want to capture. I hate that. I hate that. Like I've been to, I've been to a couple concerts recently. Like I, t I took my girl to see Bryson Tiller in September, and then we saw Jay Z yeah. at Barclays. Again, I snapped I, Instagram, but for the most part, I enjoyed the moment. I put my phone away. I like lost myself in that moment. So I just hate when people do that, son. Like I hate. Again, I understand. You yeah, take a couple here and there, something happened. Cool. But you shouldn't be like you walking in, you walking in, you walking in, you get the yeah. stage, I you know you there. Yeah, you know you there. You gonna get that same DM. Yeah. Yo, you living. I'll probably record a person doing like one one or two songs, like a little snippet. And yeah. After that, I just put my phone yeah. away. Probably snap a few pictures, that's it. But, yeah, it'd be ridiculous when people do that. And I just hate that so much because it's like you're not really enjoying the moment. Like you're really not, man. But for, you know, the, to begin 2018 for you guys, man, with Cars for the Culture, as a black business, that's tough. I gotta be wrong with Cars for the Black business. You know, Jay, Jay been in his bag talking about black excellence and stuff. Diddy too, spoke to Diddy on, on Instagram and stuff. But you guys are really doing this as black business owners. So when it comes to that, like what, is there any pressure that you guys may feel is there an importance that you guys understand being black 
business owners and black creators in in an industry that don't have a lot of us in there? Man, absolutely, man. Because the thing about being a work and people love when you're doing well, you got to live with those moments when things don't go right. That's right. Like, it's not a lot, but when it does happen, it can feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulder. It could be one person out of a thousand comments on something that we just did, yeah. you know, saying something negative to throw the whole vibe out. So because and that's your house teaching, we connect to our consumers so much, like, we would definitely let that little speck do something that would kind of throw off all energy. So we'll just reach out to them and just hit them directly. Like, okay, so what was the problem? Mm-hmm. We will have that conversation. Okay, well, we'll give you a refund, or we'll try to figure out a way to improve it, but we appreciate the feedback. But one of the pressures is dealing with stuff like that. And then it's the expectations to continue to do better. It's like you always want to be better than what you did the day before. So when people see that we've you know, done some commendable things, we don't really get a chance to celebrate the moment because we're figuring out, man, what do we have to do next? Yeah, we have to do next. We don't want to grow complacent. We don't want to grow yeah. stagnant. So, man, it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure that comes with that as well. So it's just always, you know, self-improvement. Just like, like catching up aspect, you know, because yeah. it's yeah. like, man, we're behind so much. Yeah. And just the rules are different. But another thing, too, and Wills, you get chipping on this as well, of course, man, you know, ever so knowledgeable about these things. Wills don't want to give himself credit. <laughs> Wills knows about the game, bro. He, he want to keep it cool, but I told Wills when we make it, I'm supposed to be the quiet one chilling. You're going to be the one in the front that's getting the back for us at the end of the night. <laughs> he going to fit in. I'm going to be I'm like you. Like, I'm not the guy in the front of the camera. This is just rare because... My man, I was like, we got to get this done. It's really my brother, Jason Gray, and then we have Stephen Cofield Jr. He's uh, from Brooklyn. He's an actor. He and my brother kind of have a similar synergy synergy when it comes to creating yeah. and being in front of the camera. Yeah. With him being there, it allows me to be the better me behind the scenes, yeah. making sure that the contract is airtight, yeah. making sure somebody that we collaborate with for an event don't stiff us with their own agenda. Like, we have to deal with stuff like that. So if I have to play front street with my brother, then we missing out on so much on the back end. So that's one of the major improvements that we made in 2018. Adding someone else on the front aspect of it, why I can more so focus on the back end? Because that's what I do, man. <laughs> but we're still, you know. Definitely add your piece. Like, everything that you see, I may not have created the entire 60 question deck, but my influence yeah, is in there, yeah. no doubt. Like whether it be the initial part of the conversation or tweaking something at the intermediate point or something to fine tune it on the back end, like that's what I do. But no doubt, like my brother, he's the brains behind the operation. <laughs> From a creative standpoint, it's his personality, but you gotta have somebody behind the scenes yeah. that got the eyes across the T's, and that's what I do. Well, so for, again, from what you've gained so far with this, man, and you think about what we're doing with Foresight, and my man this, this past summer was able to launch his own music group, Small Circle, Small Circle Label. What are certain things you've been able to take in from Rich that you feel like you could implement towards what you're trying to build towards with whatever it is? Honestly, what you just said about the whole having somebody in the front end and back end, because like with the whole um, starting a small circle, it's kind of hard because it's like I'm doing both mm-hmm. like and then I mean I do have people on the back end or whatever like my, my boy Ender shout out to him but um, it's just hard because it's like 
I'm not trying to say I'm the face of it, but it's just like I'm people recognize yeah, yeah, people recognize. You are the face, right? But then it's like I'm behind the scenes, like also trying to get this right for this person, or be like, yo, we gotta do this, or we gotta um, pay for this, or we gotta get um, this placement. It, it, it's kind of hard. So like what he's saying is like, now nah, I feel like I kind of need a little bit more help. You, you know? need help, dude. You you've always been. This dude's always been put in a position where he like has to do so much stuff. Yeah, I get, do. Getting uh, help is easy, man, because like when people see you on your come up. <clears throat> oh no, you know let's start here. Let's say when you're not on your come up and you're at the ground level and nothing's shaking. Yeah. Nobody wants to help because they don't necessarily see the immediate value. Yeah. But then once you start getting your momentum. People recognizing it, you got people jumping out of the woodworks trying to yep. trying to help. But then it's like, yeah. who sent you? Why are you really here? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when I speak yeah. about the dude Steven, it's like he was one of those people that he was amongst the wave of people, but he was one of the ones that we were able to kind of filter through the process and really yeah. bond with him and see what he was all about. And so now we got the trust. But building up that trust, like that's crazy. Yeah, no, nah, you're right. And it's, and it's funny you say that because I've came across people that. Was willing. I think I told you about like I even had a meeting with some dude one time when we first started, and he was like kind of like trying to. Oh, help. I think I know. I think I know. Yeah, yeah, I I know. Trying, <laughs> trying to help or whatever with like branding like the whole um, group or whatever, but it was kind of like I I was like reading through him and I'm like uh, it feels like you just trying to yeah. you see the way your intentions aren't clear. It's like. You want you just want the weight and then you want the money that's gonna come with it. Like you, yeah. And you can only fake that for so long, right? Yeah, you can only yeah. Fake it's trying to like, like, build that whole let's build thing. You yeah. can only fake that for so long. Like the person you really are, and it's no knock on you. You know, you yeah, hustling, yeah, trying you to be. That's what I'm saying. Man. Like I, I never like I didn't lose respect for him or anything. Yeah. It's just like I see because, and the funny thing about it is I thought he was so pure, like the way he was talking and everything hit me up. And then when we come down to the meeting, and I go with Johnny to the meeting, and we're just sitting there, and he just talking, and he starts talking for so long to the point where you see it's like, bro, you're not really like, yeah. you're not really trying to get down. I mean, you yeah. see the wave, you're trying to act like you want to get down now because we're not making anything off of it, but you see what's going to happen. You see it yeah, and it wasn't pure. That's why I had to like, nah. That's good you picked up. A, a big thing yeah. in business, too. Or really just in life, because a lot of people, if they could really see like the end game or whatever it is, is they'll they'll somehow, some way instill like incredible patience mm-hmm. just to get what they want at the end. Like I saw somebody tweet about this and they compared it to like guys with girls. Like it's like friendship, right? Or whoever's like in a friend zone or whatever. Yeah. Swear they'll be like, yo, dudes, if they really want a girl, they'll wait now years. <laughs> They're willing to wait years. <laughs> they're willing to like freaking play a certain role. Yeah. So where when it's time to take that shot, they'll take that shot. Regardless of how long it is, and then the girl is just throwing all the way off because they never saw it coming. What? And so messy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You just got finesse, soup the room and walls. <laughs> so it's like that with freaking just with business and stuff. People will see you, they'll put up a front and do all of that. That's why honestly, like whether it's with Forsyth before I reached out to Wills or anything I've been doing with sports writing, like I've always been cool with just doing it myself and starting myself first. Cause I'm very particular about who I, who I want to work with. So like Wills I picked because I was like, word, I'm willing to work with somebody. Wills I have a good chemistry with. And I know Wills is working. 
So I know that Willis has to work at the same pace as me. I, I truly believe that he could keep up with me. Yeah. Cause yeah. that and we just bonded over having a conversation yeah. at the gym. I worked at a gym and he would come. Yeah. And one day I don't know how we even started talking. I think I complimented on you on your hat. You yeah. Got a Cleveland hat. Yeah. I think they just won. Yeah. And Jared Smith is my guy. Yeah. After that, me and him just started. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Talking. And Will's Will's just knows how to work at a quick pace. Mm-hmm. And you know, and that was why honestly, even back in school, I kid you not, in school, I used to hate working with partners on projects. Because I'm like, because you can't work at the same speed as me. I used to tell the teacher, I'm like, yo, he, he shouldn't deserve a grade. He didn't do nothing. No, but yeah, but group projects is definitely the, the biggest finesse of all time. Yeah. Like, schools to, like, hold all of you. I hate it And nobody's ever going to say that. Everybody's thinking, like, oh, yeah, this person's going to do that. So once they, once they hit that. you and the group, yeah. 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 I was the guy that was speaking. People in the whole world, you got all of you. He ain't gonna take the air for us. I used to be like the last person to, to meet with a group. I used to like, let me take me like, we for, we for real right now. We gotta be in a group. <laughs> and I'll wait, and I'll go, damn. And then at the end of the day, you don't wanna be that guy to be like, man, he ain't do It's like, whatever, man. But for real, that, this was a great start to this conversation about cars for the culture. Definitely the team checking for them. But let's go ahead and get into the music aspect. <laughs> where, where should we start with, man? Just to clarify once again, in case I haven't, it is January 26th. Yeah. You'll be hearing this next week. So by the time you hear this next week, let me just say this off the bat. Um, God's plan should be number one on Billboard. You know, <laughs> man took nine months off, came back with a number one single. I mean, shit, I mean, we can start with Drake if you want to. We can start with anything you want. It don't matter. What you, what, you, what you guys want to do? Before we do start, because it's not going to be like a, a main topic, I just want to say my boy Wayne is on the killing spree. That is true. Oh, 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 oh my God. That is true. Yeah. Big, big, man. Did I text you about the number? Yeah. I, 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 please I tell me I did. I, I think I meant to text you because I heard it. And and I and I almost and almost cried no, in a good way, cause I I, no, I, I I tweeted it. Yo, I tweeted it. That he don't breathe. <laughs> Yo, Wayne didn't breathe though. He didn't breathe. Even when I thought the song stopped, I'm just like, and then he kept going. I'm like, oh, that, that's not like one of the joints I was probably supposed to be on this album. Yeah, that's yeah, what he was like, man. I'm tight. Yeah, I can't yeah. get this out. That was Will like, is <laughs> the biggest Wayne supporter you'll see. So I need you. We need, we need some expert analysis. <laughs> what is up with Wayne that in recent months it's like seems like he 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 he's back. I don't. He he good. No, he's not good. Wayne is great again. But I don't know. Make Wayne great again has been accomplished, bro. <laughs> Explain, elaborate. I don't know. I mean, I'm happy. You know, I'm happy about it. But um, I don't know what was going on. I think it's just frustration. Like he was frustrated with like this whole label thing, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems like I'm listening to D6. It seems like something is being worked out because. He seems more happier the way he's rapping or whatever. What do you think would be the case? Probably getting out the deal. You think he's a little bad? Think so. See, five out of the year? Maybe at Rock Nation. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure. Even though I feel like he shouldn't even sign with anybody and just do his own he thing. He should be completely indie, man. Yeah, he's a false. He should 
Yeah, really. But, but down to be the boss that he always was talking about being because yeah. he kind of disappointed me with that when, like, I'm a big one year fan. And it's like when that whole paperwork came out, I was like, bro, you wasn't really a boss. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, you kind of hurt my heart. So. Man, but you got to go back to the roots of cash money, though, man. Yeah. Like, okay, musically he grew, financially he grew, but just from that attachment yeah. and the structure of the whole cash money and that artist, Young Money was just another artist on the cash, cash money, money yeah. collectively. So, Although Wayne was the boss of that, he was still in that That's same mindset. Yeah. Like I can honestly say, I could, I could honestly say that I would believe that he never had a check in his own name through cash money. Mm. I bet they were all pass offs or bag of money. money. Keep yeah. doing your thing. Well, that is, yeah, I, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, I believe too. that. Yeah, that relationship. Yeah, that is not the Wayne Carter check out here floating around. Mm. That's not for real. I mean, he never even got paid over. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. Nikki, yeah. Drake, like Tiger. <laughs> Together, who sold? We clowned Tiger. Hey, Tiger had a cool two year run. Like. <laughs> yeah. He did, you it's know. Cool. Rack City, it's like cool. a lot of those records. He right. owned a strip club. Let's say that. Yeah, he yeah. Owned a strip club. Yeah. He was getting mad spins because of that. That's crazy. Yeah, wow, bro. That's yeah. He never had a check or something. I just think maybe something's going on where like maybe it's working out or maybe. I don't know, but I just know he just seems happier, and in one of the songs he actually said he was in like a coma, and he woke up out of it, and now he's back, so. I'm happy he admitted that because it was true. Wayne was slumping for a long time. It was was hard to defend you out there, man. People will come, yo, your man should trash, trash, like. It's alright. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta tear your eyes. You must have said about the glory. Yeah, I can't say you don't come back. I just wouldn't say he's trash. I just I couldn't couldn't fix my mind. Yeah, I'm saying. happy he admitted that because he was in slump. Yeah, was I was just like, what is happening? I honestly, I'm keeping a hundred right now. I, I was thinking it was, might be over for him or whatever. I didn't. I wasn't like I didn't have high expectations for Carter Five anymore, but now I do. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course, but the way he's spitting it. I didn't really feel the trauma tape like that, though. It was good that his spirits were more upbeat, yeah. but the flow it was like he was trying to replicate the old Insecure Grills formula. Yeah. The same stuff that he rapping about, it just modernized it. His spins wasn't as fast, yeah. his crossover was a little yeah. but His spirits were back, so yeah. that was something. I mean, I, it was, I didn't, like, at first I was hyped, and I'm like, oh, this is great, this is he's back. But, like, this, <laughs> yeah. It's like, I But I only have like, I have a handful of songs that like, I just really love. I don't really listen to the whole thing anymore, but it's, I'm glad that he's back. What's your favorite Wayne mixtape? Wayne mixtape? Yes. Of all time? Ooh. It might be No Ceilings. No Ceilings was time. Trail. That was what? Yeah, I think No Ceilings came out during my sophomore year in high school. When I, my first year living here in White Plains, I remember no ceilings. Wayne's blood, no man. A lot of that stuff is so much overlap. Yeah. Period. I, I, I think I know my favorite one. I think it was uh, I think it was dedication to dedication oh, to. Yeah. That's my. Oh, I mean, that's my favorite dedication to. That's my favorite I remember vividly being like 13, 14 years old, riding with my guy Tyrone. God rest his soul. He was like, older than me, so he used to like pick me up. I was like the little homie. He was the big homie. Yeah. So he used to like pick me up, and Tyrone was like the dude in my life who was the like the plug of the music. Mm-hmm. So every time around him, he always had the new music. Yeah. So he would play like the Lil Wayne, Dedication Two, the Drought series, 
The Drought 3 is my second favorite Wayne. And, and Dedication 2, I, I forgot the record. He had a little brother record. It was like, oh, no, street. He's like, I'm a father something. You know, like, yeah, I'm a father it sounds like that. When he was like, I'm gonna call up. You know what I'm yeah. gonna call up? I'm gonna call up Miss. 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 Yo, that's my favorite record yeah, from Dedication yeah, 2. That's my shit. That oh. is my favorite one. They say ded- Dedication 2. I just, I surprised that No Ceilings because I had like a moment in my life with No Ceilings. It was yep. like, um, that's when I was, go- I just got out of um, high school. I was with my girl at that time. She was going to school in DC mm-hmm. at George Washington University. And um, I took two of them. I went out there a few times, so I'm like, yo, y'all gotta call me. I took two of my boys out there. And we took a road trip and we rented the car. And yeah. we played that mixtape the whole four hours to DC. Back to front, back to front. Back like, repeat, front. like repeat. just kept listening to the song like over and over and over. It was just like- Aren't those some of the best music moments too? There's two. Great moments with music when you on a trip and when you like walking around and the music is hitting so good you feel like you're in a movie <laughs> for real. I had that when I was in Philly last month when I was walking from like Philly 30th Street Market Station or whatever and I was walking and I walked the Temple and my playlist was hitting throughout that entire <laughs> walk. Like, I really felt like I was in a movie, son. The transition was crazy. Salute to me, man. <laughs> my twisted fantasy. Arrived back from Atlanta. I, like I was actually working in the WNBA then in oh, Atlanta wow. and marketing for the Atlanta Dream. Like I threw all my stuff in stores. Like I'm gonna go make this happen, and just had this whole phobia of coming back home, feeling like a failure. Like mm. you gotta come back and tell people that the thing that you want to go do didn't work out. That was something that I struggled with, but the whole ride back. That might be what we got. I fantasize about this back in Chicago. Mercy, mercy, need and mercy in Lago, yo. That was tough. That was so tough. Tickets on the way. The two speed tickets in a way. But y'all happy Wayne's back. And speaking of Wayne, yo, if you haven't heard it, I, I need you guys to really check out T Pain's Rolling Peace remix. I seen you send it to me, but I didn't. Body it! T-Pain, body. people send you stuff, you gotta listen to it. Yeah, that's true, I noticed that. When somebody send it to you, they're like, yo, Yo, this is fire. This is T-Pain, one of the other. Body. You're right, yeah, right today, my boy sent me, what did he send me? Craig Craig David, I guess, came out with a new (laughs) new album. (laughs) They had a song with Gold Link on it. So he sent me. Gold Link is a beast. So he sent me this this morning. (laughs) And I said, Craig David. So I'm like, I don't want to miss out on the moment. So yeah, let me just click it in. So, so I clicked in, listened to it, and I wrote him back. And I'm like, um, I'm not really feeling this. Uh, it's all right. I don't know what Craig David's doing. But then Goldwyn came on, and he was just like skating on the record. Like, he was just yeah. one Crew, like, oh. Crew, by the way, last year was truly one of the best records of the year, man. Yeah, that had to be top five party record. You play that jam with Shark Lady, come on. Hey, how you beat? I'm like, hey, how you beat? Yo, that, that record was crazy. Some people were so hot at the time, like, if they got like a run with somebody, they can just completely enhance who they are as an artist. Like, my favorite Kanye moment is when he was running with Pusher. Like, when him and Pusher. Yeah. yeah. So, so, Remember that freestyle they had at Hot 97? When they had the, uh, the suits yeah. on? Yeah. Pusher. Yeah. 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 Kanye was probably his bag the most. 
That was it. Like, that had to be the most beautiful dark twisted. Yeah. Yeah. He recited all his freestyle was a verse from what song? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, his freestyle on that was a verse from from the album. I forgot the. Freestyle. No, you know I thought it was um, I thought it was um, Christian Dior Dinner Flow. He did I think that. it was that. That was on Good Friday. And I tell him, kiss my ass, X and yeah, 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 yeah. I remember yeah. I heard yeah. it back. I said, wait, this is from my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Now we know everybody's verses of freestyle. Yeah, everybody yeah. does. That's what it is. Who do you think is probably? Yeah, yeah. Who do you think is one of the few rappers who probably don't do that? Who do you think when they freestyle like actually freestyle? Because uh, I, I gotta say this, yo. I salute the flex because the high ninety seven freestyles are truly a highlight. Yeah, like you gotta check for them. I think Don Q is one of the few who that. goes on top. Most, 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 definitely. King Lose, King Lose, King Lose freestyles. Um, I think I Don Q is okay, but Don, I think he mixes it up. I think he might do okay. a few, few verses in there, a few bars from a verse. To get him, to yeah, get to get him going, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, Don Q, I had somebody. Loaded Lux, you know, he's a battle rapper. His, no, his, no, no battle rapper. That don't count. <laughs> yeah. They write their battle rap. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I still got a salute for them. No, I, I, I love, I love it like that. At first, the smack with J Mills and Murder yeah. like I was in college at that point. I'm, I'm aging myself right now. <laughs> I, go back, I go back to the room and throw a DVD on. Like I'm telling all my teammates, like if this is the coldest shit I ever saw, <laughs> and they out there on all of them. I'm living that now, but like that same little stage with yeah. the with 125. <laughs> like, that was like. I thought they were really freestyles. So yeah, like, me too. Cause I, was, I think I was, I was in high school when that yeah. happened, and I was just like, oh, we used to watch that music <laughs> all the time, bro. I used to love Jay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got put on the battle rap a few years ago. Somebody put me on. He was like, yo, you need to check out Hitman Holler. Mm-hmm. So I checked out Hitman Holler, and that just got me going. So I got like, I rarely watch it, but when I do, like, I check for Hitman Holler. I check for Loaded Lux, you know, Hollow to Die. Like, I I, I've seen all that. My brother wouldn't even respect me being a part of this conversation because he says I'm not a battle rap fan. Uh, I put them on battle rap. Yeah, yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. 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 <laughs> on Instagram, if you haven't seen it, when he runs up, he runs up on like oh rappers. And he goes, I say yo, oh, I want to battle me versus you with us. What? <laughs> it's like it's a- funny, and then he uses like, because there'll be a battle rapper and he'll use like their battle, but from he'll use the opponent. Like, say he goes up to like Loaded Lux and Loaded Lux battle. Calico, he'll run up on Loaded Lux and spit one of Calico's bars from that yeah, battle, but yeah. acting like it's his. It's yeah. crazy. And then he'll be touching him, and then when he touches him, don't touch me. <laughs> don't, don't touch me. Don't touch me. But for real, T T Pain, that, that verse was hard. Yeah. And a lot of those things, man, with Kanye and those freestyles. And we need to jump into this too, because I've talked about it via article I wrote this morning that getting a folks by the time you hear this, you heard it. Mm-hmm. But again, c- culture too. Is officially out. The Migos capped off what was a very electrifying year in hip hop. Yeah, legendary. I heard the whole album. Wills, did you hear the whole album? Did you? I heard everything besides the last song. Okay, so you twenty three for twenty four, and Rich, you I said you you heard the right. And it came from the ones that were sent to our group chat. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Group chat. 
Yeah, yeah. Sacred information. Yes, sir. I'll I'll go first and say it. Look, off rip, folks, Coach 2 does not touch culture. It doesn't touch the original. It's not in the same ballpark. Not in the same neighborhood. All right? It's, it, it, look, I I just, I just did not like the 24 songs. That, to me, is not representing you going, hey, we have the 24 best songs from our catalogs. 12. No, we talking. Yeah, yeah. you know, that, that yeah, to me, that to me is a streaming move. Like right now, yeah, that, it's like a Chris Brown move. That's yeah, it's what I felt like they were doing because they just put out the quality control tape thing. That was like. And that's 30, 30 songs. To the point where, like, when it first dropped, they had the, like, the next day they ended up splitting it up and it was like part one, part two. I think they put it back together, but that was like so much songs, too. And I'm like, it took me like two days to even because I just didn't want to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, it took me about two days. And I'm a huge Migos fan. Like, you guys just got like, sure. once we started the podcast, like, I will always be like, yo, the Migos is nice. Like, Fact of the Don't sleep on the Migos. I'm like, yo, they're coming. They're coming. So I'm a huge Migos fan because I've been following them. So it's just like, but even when I, I seen the track, it was like, like 24 songs. That's two hours of the Migos. It's a stream. Yeah, I'm like, I'm playing the game and trying to listen, but I'm just like, damn, this is too. And it's tough because you know I've been very critical of the Migos. He can tell you in recent months. I honestly feel like, minus culture, minus uh, their appearance on Slide, like Mm -hmm. Calvin Harris, and maybe like another record. I feel like they've been ripping in recent months. Like I did not like Motorsport. I did not like what was it, Superstar or Stir Fry or like these random records, Quality Control. I was like, this is all right, but I just felt like getting ripped. I hated Honcho Jack. They signed to, um, they signed to the only with Quality Control, but they have a partnership. Well, most of them, yeah. Right, so when the most part kick in, that's what I'm asking. That happened this year, like. Not even, I think during the summer, like right before the summer, they just did that whole Motown move. And then that's when everything started, like they started yeah, that's pushing out all this stuff. That's and that's, that's the pressure from the label, man. Yeah, like, yo, y'all gotta put more out because y'all got all this attention. Yeah, they, 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 they just watering and watering down what they do. They, they're it's very like, repetitive. It's like with, with, um, when Future got super hot, like, yeah. like DS2, and now yeah. DS2 be kept releasing and releasing. It was like, okay, I'm like, Damn, bro. Like before, it was cool, like with the mixtapes or whatever. But now you're just ODing with the the albums. Yeah, it's like mixtapes. You're doing albums, full length albums, dog. We was loving it, but it's just like, bro, you're ODing to the point where you see Future kind of fell back this year. Yeah, he did. He he came out with two joints in the beginning of the year. Yeah, in February, he went ghost. Yeah, because you got to. Well, he had the the joint with with, um, come up missing and then come back. Yeah, Yeah. appreciate. Like you see, like uh. Like your boy Drake, he, yeah. um, he had a he very busy two year stretch. Yeah, I like, pointed that out many times on the show. So he had to fall back, had to fall back. just like like Kendrick. He comes out, Kendrick knows like he'll come out, get hot, then he'll just go in the hole, and then he'll come back. Yeah, but hot, this year, you know, last year was different because he decided to stay very active. Yeah, and I think a lot of it too is just a matter of again, man. It's when you ha- when you strike hot in the music industry, it's just about you have to build upon. Yeah, you have, have to build upon that, and but especially now with the streaming, if the streaming is giving you like yeah. gold and platinum. Yeah, you, you can go, go gold in a week. Gonna, you can go gonna, gold yeah. in a week now. You can go platinum in a week because streaming is what matters now. Because folks aren't really buying the physical or the digital copies. Yeah. 
people have Apple Music, so technically it's like I bought your album via my nine ninety nine. Yeah, like you don't have. Did y'all talk about the Nipsey Hustle uh, tweet? Oh, I've seen, I've heard about like, that. Is that real? Like the amount of money that the streams? Yeah, there is a big. I, I have to look back into it, but pretty much producers. The, basically, the whole industry right now is is effed up around proper money management mm-hmm. in terms of who should be getting what because of these streams. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of it starts with, let's say, like the producers and the artists. Mm-hmm. A lot of these relationships and collaborations are happening, but producers, for one, and let me just say this too, there are a lot of producers getting gypped, but a lot of producers are getting gypped because of them. So they're starting to take advances when they really could get a bigger bag off of royalties and actual sales. They're not really following back up with things. They're giving out the product too much. It would be like a rich if, you know, talking with another company, so about cars for culture, instead of just sending them like a little package or whatever, he's end up sending the whole thing mm-hmm. and he doesn't get his proper due. And that's what's happening with producers. So, and, uh, and another aspect is artists and labels are starting to get away with ripping off producers because they're classifying these projects as mixtapes compared to albums. But the mixtapes are being sold. So dudes aren't really getting their just due. And then you got the streaming services, they're playing around with the money because folks, via samples or whatever, they're not really being honest with what's coming from what and having to pay. So everybody's basically trying to keep money in their own pocket and then producers are going, F that, we need a bag. Folks who get sampled or have a thing in there, they're like, I need a bag. So it's really just a lot of that. So folks right now, the industry just doesn't know what's happening with when it comes to basically uh, a lot of king, a, a low king or whatever the money. They just don't know. That's really the biggest thing right now and why Nipsey tweeted that. Okay, okay. That's not that. I'm like, yo, those numbers are right. Like, I would never want to be a rapper. Yeah, that was crazy. it's it's crazy. It's, it's just crazy. People aren't getting their proper due because mm-hmm. everybody's basically finding a way to go around the system. Yeah. And again, a lot of these artists, they work with a guy, you know, who wants to consider some mixtape, the producers take whatever little check, yeah. then they mess around and sell it. I think, who's the producer? Is it Tim 88 that produced EXO Tour Life? Yeah. That's what I think was happening with him and like Uzi. They work together. You think this is just some record and some, some mixtape? Exo Tour Life becomes one of the biggest records of 2017. Was what maybe what top five, top ten on billboards as a hit. Man's didn't get paid the right way for what's a mega hit. So now he's feeling salty. And a lot of artists like that. And part of it too is also we, we're in a time where, let's say for example, like the like the like the young boy uh YB in the mirror. Yeah. With uh if you ever I don't know if you ever heard of rubbing off the no. paint. That record's gonna get a huge record in 2018. It's already popping off, already has like tens of millions of views on like uh, world star hip hop or whatever. Mm-hmm. What happening with him is what is very common with producers and artists, which is you just have a lot of artists find beats online yeah. and snap. And then things happen quickly, so they don't know how to handle it. They just found a freaking beat off of YouTube. Mm-hmm. So how does it work with somebody like Kevin Gates since out of Instagram saying send beats to this email address? You send your beat, he makes a record, it becomes a smash. Is that like you interning and try to get your just No, nah, honestly. I think honestly yeah, that's, what, that's, that's, what, um, that's what that's what I was talking about earlier before we started the show with the um some Quavo stealing somebody's beat. Yeah. Right, right, right. So the dude had um 
he ain't got to go to Instagram. He has like proof that they did basically what you just said. How Kevin Gates was like, oh, send beats. Like I think Offset or whatever. Some one day was on like live or whatever, telling him to send beats. So he sent the beat or whatever. And whatever app that he uses with his beats or his email, it showed him that they opened it. Like it said, it said offset, open, blah, 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 this beat or whatever. And then he has like footage of offset bumping the beat in the studio or whatever, like Bob Mel, blah, blah. So now the Culture 2 drops last night, they have, they use that beat. I think it's called More Wins or something. I don't know. Okay. Um, then um, they loop the beginning where the guy has his tag because when you send a beat, you can also put your tag. You have like, a little tag in it, mm-hmm. so that's how I guess you can also make sure you get you your credit. Your tag, so yeah. like, and has your tag, so you gotta give me that credit, like on the whatever. Paperwork and stuff. Yeah, with the like that. They looped. They looped the intro to take his tag out and then like. Added, I guess, uh, like another tag and said Quavo made this beat himself. Wow. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Producers in Jip, they do all of that. I'm telling you, it's like what I just said. Artists and labels are trying to find a way to go around the system. Yeah, you can take people's work, man. They you trying to do that. At least, at least add something to it and yeah. make it different and then give them that just do. Like we had a situation with the Martin tribute thing, mm-hmm. you know. Martin, the TV show, was created just to be on TV, right? Yeah. And so we make the we make this game, and then it comes illegal stuff. They're like, do y'all get permission to use the Martin logo? Did, did y'all get that trademark? We went trademark it. You know what I mean? Because they didn't use it in the manner that we use it in the end. So it's like now, if they want to try to jump into the gaming space, then they have to get our permission. Yeah. You know, but that just goes back to going about it the right way. Yeah. You can't take somebody's beat and then put your name on it without giving credit to it. We give Martin the show's credit. We speak to somebody from that office regularly about them partnering with us on future stuff. So yeah. it's just how you go about it. That's it. Honesty, man. Honesty is key. When like they kind of just hit the shit up and been like, "Yo, let me add like a little sound," and I'll just be like, "Quavo in or whatever." Like, gave him some type of chains off, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. It's like we talk to artists, so they continue creating. It's like what we talked about, folks are trying to get away. To get around from not having to do a lot of stuff. It's greed. It all it is is just freaking greed, man. And it's a shame. It's a shame. But artists too and producers just have to do a better job of protecting themselves. Make sure you have everything legalized. Make sure that there's money involved, that you get your bag, and do not send too much of the stuff. You can't send too much of the stuff. You can't do it. Don't do it. For real. You you shouldn't do that. Alright? What else do we have in mind? When it comes to music, I think we touched on everything with the music. Two. Culture two, yeah, culture two, not better than culture. Grammys, Grammys, Grammys. I know that's not necessarily Grammys. I mean, I ain't gonna front man. Until you said Grammys, I even forgot Grammys. I did. I did. Well, we be watching Royal Rumble and Grammys. Facts. I'm watching Royal Rumble, brother. We watching it. I'm bringing Royal Rumble. I'll check Twitter to let me to be like, hey, did did Cardi B win? Yeah, Cardi B win. Did did Jay get album of the year? I feel like Jay should win album of the year. Did Rhapsody? Rhapsody. 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 I think Rhapsody got yeah, she got nominated. Yeah, she might be the one that nominated. Rhapsody had two dope projects. Yeah, she's extremely dope. Yeah, I gotta like really check into her because I think she's saying like she's no, she's no like irregardless. I'm hearing like I'm hearing like 
it doesn't even matter that she's a girl. Like she's yeah. just nice. She's <laughs> nice. She's nice. I also got. I know it's random, but like I also have to give a salute oh. to um, Young Ma. I know we didn't talk about. No, keep going. Yeah, Young Ma had a nice freestyle. Oh yeah, I didn't check it out. But I saw she had a nice freestyle. Nice she's she always in a, she's always in a bag, man. Yeah, she, she's Twitter was a fool when uh, Young Ma came out with a video saying I was surprised. Twitter was so silly. Yeah. There's like, what you pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> there's like, you sneak up, got some dick or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back to it's about something like that. Yeah. Like we create questions like that with these different types of if young MA would have come out and say I have a response, I mean I have a surprise, yeah. what do you what would you say? Or you something like she's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> but that's she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. well, uh star on everyday Star on everyday struggle. <laughs> that joint's not gonna last. <laughs> it's not it's not gonna last. He that, don't stop his last yeah, after yeah. the first episode, oh, he was he, wild. He was wild. I, yo, that whole setup was trash. Like, I'm like, yo, I hate this nigga. I'm like, I always, <laughs> I'm like, I already just didn't like him or whatever because of like the Aaliyah joint. You know, like I love Aaliyah, so yeah. like I didn't. I her birthday was recently. Happy birthday, birthday to, to the gods, to the angels. Oh, oh shout out to my my boo Sasha Banks today is her birthday. Ah, special month for you. Oh yeah, your niece's birthday was recent. My birthday was like, Tuesday. Hey, oh, happy birthday! I know something. Like, I was just yeah. talking to my boys. Like, more life, more every yeah, every week. Every week in January, I've known like two, three people that their birthday has been like every week. It was crazy. But um, is, oh, Star. Yeah, I don't like him. But he he did okay in the second episode. I think the third was supposed to be like, yesterday. I know I watched I watched the third. I just heard you talk about it on this one. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm not. I, I just don't mess with everyday struggles. Yeah, I seen a tweet where it's like, I'm surprised Complex gave him a job because he said some nasty things about Nadeska before he was on the show on his podcast. He said something like, I don't know if I want to say it, but he was like, she's a hot beat, <laughs> and he was like, yeah. Uh, I'll jerk off right on her leg. It's something that's so yeah, Star is wow. Star is wow. He apologized to her or whatever. I think gave her like a card. I don't know what was in the card, but yeah. but for I don't I don't I don't really mess with it, man. Like, I don't really mess with it. That that shows that Andrew is trash. It's like they trying to find another light skinned hater. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to you. <laughs> so, like, See y'all was rocking with Joe Budden. I was I yeah. love Joe Budden. I love Joe Budden. I've become a bigger fan of the podcast. Okay. I, yeah. I'm not gonna front. He's one of my influences recently with, with with the podcast thing. Like, I just love the energy. I love the way they bounce off. How they just conversate is how I love what even what we're what we've been doing with this episode. Yeah. Like you like yeah, like Rich has been our guest and yeah, we've interviewed you, but it's really been a conversation. Yeah. We've been talking. Like that's the type of things I like. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't everyday show is not going it's the culture, man. We can talk about the culture all day long. Yeah, that's something right. that you can't do with anything else. Everything yeah. else is strictly for that, and you can't go outside. That's right. It's like, you know, not everybody can take nine months off and baby back number one next week with your brand new song. Guys, <laughs> you know, I have to plug that in. Yeah! OVO Flack in the cut. But yeah, man, Snap, we really touched on everything with efficiency. But before we wrap this up, you know, once again, Rich, thank you for coming on the show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me. All of them. that. Once again, man. Cards for the culture. Yes, sir. All of these trivia games. You need to get these. If you're the type to be at events and parties, definitely go to their events. 
We're going to be doing a lot of good work with them as well. Sir. You know, uh, you know, we're going to continue building and doing stuff, and I'm very excited about us being able to do something together, man, with events, with advertising and stuff. And again, it's something too in which you know what, man. In 2018, to my brothers and sisters, we need to be supporting more of our own with business, man. I just don't understand why we've had this mindset for years, where one of us want to do something and yet we just so quick to criticize and then he, you know, what I'm saying, folks right away hating on Jay with title or hated on plenty of others that have clothing lines. Or hating on the guy of our ball with big ball of brand. Man, you know what I'm saying? Small yeah, circle. well, it's a small circle. Me with four sides or something. <laughs> but not for real. It's like people be hating and just don't give us a chance. And yet, you contradict yourself because you want to complain about not seeing enough of you. You could see enough of us if you supported and came through. Just like, give, give it a shot. Give it the benefit of the doubt. That's yeah, not a doubt. Line benefit of the doubt when it comes to us. We got to prove first mm-hmm. before we can do our thing. Like, that's just, that's, that's, that's why something I, I'll never be able to I understand. never was like that. I show support and love. Really? Uh, that's why a lot of people, like, artists or whatever that I met locally, art, like, local artists I met, they just genuinely like mess with me because like I've heard their music and whatever, mm-hmm. don't know nothing about them, and just because I like their music, I'll support them and show love. I'll tweet their music, yeah. post it on my Instagram or whatever, like, oh, listen to this, listen to that. And they won't know me, they'll hit me, oh, yo, that's love, that's love, or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, because they feel like, damn, some of our boys don't even do that. We gotta ask our people to do that, but you out here, whatever, you just show your love or whatever. And that's kind of like how I met Benny. Yeah. I found out about Benny, somebody put me on his music. Or whatever, and I was just showing this kid like mad love. And, and you put me on music, and you already know. I've yeah, told you right away, like I reached out to these guys, yeah. like for real. Like it doesn't hurt to support. Like I tell people all the time, like people get surprised when I like support something they do. I'm like, yo, it doesn't hurt to support. Like again, with like with you know with, with you guys, even though yeah, we talked we, we we talked about it, I didn't have to wait until it became official. Right away, I tweeted, yo. yo Check these guys out, including Link. I put it on my Snapchat, Instagram. Yo, check these guys out because yeah. it's genuine. Yeah, we had a conversation pregame. We yeah. had a sports world, something yeah. completely different. He was like, I got this thing going on outside. Yeah. Like, oh, my brother and I, we got this thing. Well, let's come, let's talk about that. Yeah. We could have easily just stayed in our lane and just yeah. focused on the sport thing. So it's just about supporting that. It's about supporting for real. And, and, and we just have to do that for real. Because, yeah. like LaVar said, outside of buying sneakers, you're not supporting, you're not a big ball. No, it's just something, man. But, Rich, please let the folks know more once again before we sign off about Cars for the Culture and anything else that is coming up in 2018. Well, definitely. So, you can find the cars at www.carsfortheculture.co. .co is not a typo, so don't put in .com and say C O. We try to differentiate ourselves. Um, and we're working on just a full rundown of uh, events this summer. Look out for our live Martin, our Martin Trivia Live New York event. Mmm. La Marina Day Party. Wait, when is it? When is it? Uh, we, not, we don't have an official day yet, but that's that, that's that's how we good. Can we go on the list? Hundred percent, man. You said on the list right now. The, hey, hey, I'm ready to show out. Yeah, man. But New, York, <laughs> New York is our biggest market. For I'm ready to show out. So this game night is gonna be crazy. Uh, we got that. Um, Man, we shot uh, a pilot yep. for our, our mini series that, that we was tough. pre-game. That yeah, was man. tough. Got so that done. You checked those clips over. I was like, yeah, like journal light, right? Yep. Self-funded, mm-hmm. self-written, produced, everything. So when we do go to the table and get something done, they got to bring the whole package together. They can't mm-hmm. take our, our art and our idea and not cut us in. Give us the bag. 
Yeah. I'm sorry, Joe Budden. <laughs> <laughs> you know, aside from the thing that I like about Joe Budden, he could completely be Hollywood if he want to. Yeah, he but like, he allowed his guys to be critical about him mm-hmm. as much as he is about them. Like, they was on his head, like yeah. a couple episodes ago. Yeah, they were. And then when he chimed in about when he was about to get the remote bag, yeah. he had the seat again. Mm-hmm. It was getting my man's about being unemployed. Yeah. And it do say Palooza. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah, man, like that's that's just all love, man. But nah, though, that event sounds lit. Yeah, appreciate this where it is now, man. Yep. When you get to that destination, Facts. it ain't going to be as enjoyable as it is right I, now. I had the chance to <laughs> talk to, you know, to both Wills and I went to White Plains High School. We graduated different years, okay. but I had a chance to go to my old high school and, and give a speech. Yeah. And one of the things I told the kids was you have to trust the process, but you have to enjoy the journey because this is where you discover so many new things and i'm like and you guys need to understand that because you see people made it to the top and you always wonder why they go crazy even with all the stuff they have because it's not as pure as it once was it's harder and it's always to the point where folks just want to go back to the beginning i used to drake line you know you know i'm trying to take it back to being that kid in the basement because it's real like these moments right here for as much as there's a struggle it is the really the most fun part because you're learning, you're making progress along the way, and they're some of the most enjoyable things. Like when people look back at their journeys, they don't really look back at this old when I made it. They look back to when they worked on their way back. The moment where you were at the fork in the road and that yep. game right, like that's that's, that's, what that's a beautiful thing. The first mm-hmm. game off of you, I sold one. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like forty dollars to create the prototype. Yep. And then after that, you got to do a pre-sale because you don't have the money. Mm-hmm. To produce the inventory, yeah. And so you get the hype behind the pre-sale. Now we got the bread to go yep. on the full production, yep. And then it just keeps building from there. But you'll never have that first moment again. Like, that's right. That experience that we had, that's it. You so won't have it again. That moment, for yeah. real. But Rich, thank you once again for coming on the podcast. I appreciate you, man. For real, you my guy. For real, happy to call you a friend, my yeah. brother. Yeah. Same thing with my boy Wells, man. Thank you for everything you've been doing as we've been two years in. That's the latest episode of Foresight. Talk to you guys next time. And of course, in honor of my guy, Bobby <laughs> GS9. I end off the episode as I usually been doing. Ah, ah, ah. Talk to you guys later, man.